0: 943 the game is going to get you home with the P-Man 5
1: 4 3 2 1
0: lock it in turn it up it's time for the Patrick Johnson show on 943 the game this is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates
2: eins, zwei, eins, 2 1 1 1 2 little
3: All right, welcome in, everybody. It is uh, great to have you with us here. Pirates win today. 7-4 the final uh, count. And a thrilling back-and-forth game between uh, the number-one seed ECU and the number-eight seed in the uh, American Athletic Conference championships for baseball, uh, South Florida. That uh, 1-8 game is always thrilling, always, always exciting, and we've seen some upsets over the years, some involving the Pirates, uh, one way or the other. And uh, today, ECU, uh, 7-4 win. Uh, We say hello to the ref, Philip Pilkington, who's – Put in the long day today. He uh, was anchoring the scoreboard desk and producing the game today back in the studio. Here for the show today. He'll have a sports update for us coming up in a little bit. Pilk, how are you, buddy?
4: I'm pretty good. How about you, Patrick? I, I feel
3: like uh, feel like you've been gone a while.
4: Yeah, I feel like I have as well. I mean, uh, a week is a long time when when you're not when you're used to being here six days a week, being out a weeks a while.
3: Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. And then. Uh... Cook will be back uh, when the Pirates play again at 1. That is the scheduled first pitch time for uh, Thursday. More on that in a little bit. Intern Abby's here today. Intern Abby, great job today. A lot of hustle. A lot of hustle, Intern Abby.
5: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
3: Are you good today? I know yesterday was like a rough day for you. You all right today? <laughs>
5: yeah, yesterday was a rough day for me, but um, I had a friend help me out in my Spanish class today, and it ah. made it a lot better.
3: Does the friend speak Espanol? Is that why you were able to, to have the friend help you?
5: <laughs> no, she's just smarter than me. I guess I don't understand.
3: <laughs> but wait a minute, you had four A's and a B, so
5: and, and, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was others. smart. But yeah. Spanish yeah. is making me feel so stupid.
3: Well, uh, hang in there, intern Abby. That's that's all I can say for you. If you Thanks. hang in there like the pirates did today, you're going to come out on top. That's what the, that's what I'm predicting.
5: Yeah, absolutely.
3: All right, the great intern Abby is here. Are you coming back to the morning show at any point?
5: I literally was just telling Philip how I feel guilty that I haven't texted Michael yet about coming on this morning. But I've just been freaking out over those 121 Spanish assignments. So I feel like it's like I turned in a bunch of stuff today, and I feel like the hard part's over. So once I see how the midterm goes on Thursday, I was going to text him.
3: It's already the midterm. What have you been in school for four days? No, for the I know. Week
5: two, midterm.
3: Wow. I know. I want to. Why don't you Why don't you see if you can come in next week to the morning show? I think that'd be great.
5: Yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds good. I just I'm it's... hoping I don't have 120 assignments that I have to do before one so. o'clock. Uh,
3: I was wondering why you had so many assignments, but if they're already doing the midterm, that's crazy.
5: Yeah. All right. Well, it's, I'm glad you're here today. Thank glad you. You're here
3: today. All right. The great intern Abby. She. Uh, we didn't hear from her much yesterday. Uh, Pilk is back as well, as we mentioned, uh, and we've got uh, Pirate Baseball advancing through. They will play Cincinnati on uh, Thursday. Uh, That'll be a 1 o'clock first pitch and a 12.45 airtime. That's what uh, the schedulers are telling us uh, right now. We've also got uh, for you comments from Coach Godwin. We'll hear from a couple of Pirate players. Uh, We also will, uh, in about 10, 15 minutes, check in with the great Hall of Famer, uh, the one and only Gary Overton. Coach O will be with us, so uh, Dr. Gary Overton coming up. Uh, you saw him, Phil. You, you're like strangers, uh, ships in the night passing one another in the airport over the weekend.
4: Yeah, you I know. Were, what a coincidence. Uh, you were
3: coming in. He was headed out. You were coming back from Florida. He was heading to Florida.
4: Exactly. I've ran into people in the Charlotte airport before because I'm from there. I don't know that many people in the Raleigh area, so I was a little surprised to run into someone I know in the Raleigh airport.
3: Well, a lot of people from the east will catch flights out of Raleigh. So you'll run in – it seems like – and I haven't flown out of Raleigh forever, but it, it does seem like even when I have in the past, you always run into one or two people you know in Raleigh. Um, who's the, Have you run into any celebrities in Charlotte in the airport?
4: No, I have not. My dad was on a flight one time, and Jay Billis and Luke Keekly were on the flight. But oh. uh, I have personally not. And I know another guy who ran into Sean May and Franco Harris on the same day in Charlotte.
3: Oh, wow. Who is getting more love uh, – Keekly or, or Billis? Uh, i got to imagine Keekly probably.
4: Keekly right? was flying up to see a doctor when he had one of his concussions, so everybody was kind of uh, giving him the old pat on the shoulder, hope you feel better, Luke thing, so definitely Luke.
3: Yeah. 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 We're probably wishing, wishing somebody had dropped Billis on his head is what I'm guessing. They probably would have wished.
4: Yeah, all those Carolina all right. fans, you know. <laughs>
3: well, I – even even uh, some of us non-Carolina fans maybe wish old Billis would get dropped. I, I shouldn't say. I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I keyed. I keyed. All right. Uh, big win for the Pirates today. What a game that was. That was a fun game. 7-4. Uh, back and forth. Pirates raced out early. Let's recap it for you uh, now. Uh, as ECU got things going, Josh Moylan just narrowly missing a home run. Uh, the Pirates got on the board in the bottom of the second inning to take a one-zip lead as Moylan was at the dish.
1: Here's some of the highlights. As he will get the sign, comes set, and the 0-2. And it's going to be a fly ball into left. Eaton's going back. He's at the track. He's at the wall, and it's off the tip of his glove as he crashes into the left field wall. Makarevich is going to come around third. He's going to score. Josh Moylan trying to stretch it into a triple as Josh Moylan slides in safely to third. And East Carolina takes a one to nothing lead over South Florida here in the bottom half of the second. That's what
3: it sounded like here on 94.3, the game a little bit ago. And uh, the Pirates uh, would add two more. Ben Newton at the plate, and uh, he will advance the Pirate lead by two more runs. He
1: swung on, a ground ball back up the middle for a base hit. Bryson Worrell is going to come home to score. East Carolina now with a 3 to nothing lead over South Florida.
3: All right, so that was in the bottom of the uh, third, and uh, the Pirates uh, looked to be uh, cruising. Uh, I tell you, at that point in the game, uh, C.J. Mayhew was uh, really, really uh, dialed in. He was working quickly, and he was uh, hitting his spots today. Necessarily wasn't relying on the fastball. He was placing the ball very, very well. Uh, But then things started to come unraveled a little bit for him. Uh, in the uh, third or in the fourth inning and he would eventually give way to uh, Zach Agnos Agnos obviously factors uh, bigly in this uh, game uh savage though comes in later in the game and gets his way out of a bases loaded jam as South Florida was trying to make a run at this thing in the uh, opening game for the Pirates of the AAC Baseball Championships down in Clearwater. So, Savage, artful, gets out of some uh, tough situation with the bases juiced. A
1: check swing. He went around in the dirt. Ben Newton's got it. And Gonzalez is down on strikes for the third out here in the fifth. And what a job pitching out of that jam from Trey Savage.
3: So, the... Uh, Pirates get out of the jam there. And uh, then it was Riviera in the top of the sixth inning when it looked like uh, the Pirates were kind of uh, in a good spot, up three to nothing, top six, load the bases again. And it was the big shot from the uh, youngster for South Florida, their catcher, Nelson
1: Riviera. And the 0-1. He swung on, a fly ball, into left. Hoover's going back, and he's going to watch it fly. It is a grand slam for Nelson Rivera. And South Florida has taken a 4-3 lead over East Carolina here in the 6. So were we looking
3: at another one of those uh, patented in the AAC tournament 8-1 upsets? Pirates... uh, again have uh, seen both ends of that over the years uh, but then in the bottom of the sixth inning Bryson well I, I actually before that uh, grand Slam or, or right after that Grand Slam uh it looked like that South Florida was going to tack on another run uh Pilk I know you were in the studio for radio have you you've seen this I guess haven't you by now uh, we've got it on our social media. The highlight—they've clipped it and placed it on there. Did you have you seen this yet, Philip? With your eyes yet, or or seen the clip of it?
4: Yeah, I have. I saw it on Twitter.
3: It was unreal. This is one of the great throws. Bryson Worrell uh, throws out what would be a uh, run that would have put South Florida up five to three. Let's hear it.
1: He swung on, a fly ball into center. Bryson World going back a few steps. He's going to make the grab. The runner is going to tag. Throw coming in from World, and it's a beauty. And the tag's going to be applied. What a throw from Bryson Whirl in center field to get Marcus Brodell trying to tag up on the potential sacrifice fly. And the Pirates get out of the six.
3: That was a hell of a throw. I mean... And this wasn't one of those deals he was running in. I mean, this was a pretty well-struck ball. And uh, he just uh, did Bryson Oral display the cannon of an arm to record the out uh, and present, prevent South Florida from adding another run. That would have made it 5-3. to three. Uh, And then in the bottom of the inning, how many times have we seen this? A guy who makes a play defensively, comes up in the next inning and makes a huge play offensively. This was a grand slam for the Pirates to take a 7-4 lead.
1: He Swung on, a fly ball into two left. He's going back and it's gone. A grand slam for Bryson Worrell. Bryson Worrell has got the lead back in the purple and gold. In East Carolina, now with a seven to four lead over South Florida, and just like that, the Pirates retake the lead here in Clearwater.
3: Wow! So what a uh, what a play, uh, a series of plays by Bryson Worrell and uh, his uh, grand salami will uh, give the uh, Pirates a. Uh, a lead that they would not relinquish. Final out of the game, it sounded like this. He swung on a
1: ground ball to first, fielded by Josh Moylan. He will take it himself and step on the bag for the third out here in the ninth. And the Pirates win their first contest down here in Clearwater with a 7-4 victory over South Florida. World, by the
3: way, his uh, team best 13th homer and uh, his team best 43rd, 44th, 45th, and 46th RBI. Uh, so uh, there you go. That was uh, some of the highlights from the game today as heard here on 94.3 The Game. And the Pirate Sports Network from Learfield, East Carolina, will be back in action on Thursday at 1 o'clock. And they'll take on the Cincinnati Bearcats, a team that they played six times this season, including uh, most recently a sweep in Greenville. Uh, The Bearcats got there via an 8-1 victory over Tulane. The Greenies have had the wheels absolutely come off. Uh, Griffin Merritt, who might be the best power hitter in the league, uh, had uh, a couple of home runs. But it was uh, Bo Keithley, the senior who went the distance for Cincinnati and he got his fifth win of the year. Complete game. Gave up just the one run, scattered the six hits, allowed a walk and struck out four. Merritt, by the way, three for four with the two jacks. Also had a double. He drove in five of the eight Bearcat runs. Cincinnati can hit the baseball now. And uh, the Pirates uh, are going to face a Cincinnati staff that will be rested, that will have a bullpen that's rested. They didn't have to use anybody today, so... It'll be challenging. Pirates ended up using five pitchers today, although uh, just uh, a third of an inning of work for Carter Spivey in that. Uh, but a uh, nice bounce back for Mayhew. Uh, unfortunate he didn't get the decision, but uh, he, was, he was really good early on for the Pirates. 65 pitches, struck out two, walked one, went four innings, no runs, three hits. Uh, Agnos got the win along with four hits at the plate, but Agnos in relief gets the decision to move to 3-0 as uh, he went uh, inning and two-thirds of work for the uh, Pirates. So Savage uh, came in, uh, Spivey came in, and then uh, Terwillinger wrapped it up for his fifth save of the season for the purple and gold. So there you go. ECU advances on. And uh, all in all, Philip, uh, an exciting game, a game that uh, probably was a little more exciting in the middle stages uh, or late stages than we thought it was going to be. I mean, how often do you see grand slams in the same inning, uh, let alone the same game? But uh, pretty exciting exciting game. But I think, again, it kind of shows this Pirate team's resolve. There's not one guy that can beat you. It's up and down the lineup. and. Uh, they just have a never-kind-of-quit attitude as they wrapped out 12 hits today. So that is, uh, that, is that. All right, we'll break. Uh, just a couple of house-cleaning uh, items for you. Uh, we are going to give away, since we will have a show Thursday, so we're going to give away tomorrow in, co- in uh, conjunction with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. being on with us. We're gonna give away uh, our tickets to the Coca-Cola 600. We've got uh, two tickets to the uh, Xfinity race that Saturday or this Saturday at one, and then uh, two tickets to the Coca-Cola 600. We may play the gas prices right tomorrow in doing that, but we'll get you hooked up with a couple of tickets tomorrow uh, to the Coca-Cola 600. Deets on that. And then we'll give away our second Mudcats package, uh, I think, on Thursday, is what the plan will be. So that'll be uh, how we'll go about business the rest of the week. All right, we're going to link up with Coach O, Gary Overton. Uh, His thoughts on the game after calling it today alongside uh, Scotty Rogers. So uh, Coach O's perspective from Clearwater in this pirate win today. We'll have it for you when we return. More of
0: the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Your flagship home of Pirate Basketball. 94.3 The Game.
6: Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great shell gasoline with shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes.
7: At the Vidant Wellness Center's, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. There are indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend.
6: (laughs) Welcome to US Cellular. Yeah, hi. I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage holding 5G unlimited data using phone in here mm-hmm, for free. Sure. Your choice. Really? Yep.
7: At US Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. US Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply for uslayla.com for details.
2: We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is, there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252 799 7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina.
1: If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get five hundred dollars to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get five hundred dollars to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis Back ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877 9107. That's 877 9107. Better
0: day start today, get the cash you need
1: with Oasis. Call Oasis today at 877 9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia.
0: Pirate basketball lives right here. Right here. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot, shot. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Ninety-four-three, The Game.
3: We heard the highlights. We'll hear from the players and Coach Godwin coming up, but now we hear from uh, analysts for Pirate Baseball on radio. ECU's all-time winningest uh, coach in... Baseball that is uh, Coach O, Dr. Gary Overton, on the line with us uh, here live from Clearwater. Pirates got their fifteenth win yesterday. It's the most wins they've had since 1989. So Coach O knows a little about uh, long winning streaks. Uh, Coach, uh, great game today. Thank you for joining us, uh, first of all. But uh, man, it ended up obviously it's fun when you win. But that was a really entertaining back and forth deal today.
8: It really was, uh, Patrick, but, uh, yes, uh, very honored to be here and, and really happy to talk with you. And, uh, uh, a lot of excitement around, uh, around the pirate camp here in, in Clearwater. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. The game today was just another way of the pirates coming back, uh, and the confidence level that, uh, they've shown in the ability to come back. Uh, we've seen them come back from early deficits, late deficits, but, uh, Uh, controlling a game as the Pirates did today in the middle innings and uh, uh, then giving up, actually pitching out of a jam, uh, bases loaded, no out jam. And then the next inning uh, with uh, USF loading the bases and uh, a grand slam home run by a guy who only had one other home run earlier this year and a guy who was only a 256 hitter, uh, all of that would have deflated a lot of teams, but, uh, Today, uh, no, uh, you mentioned the 15-game winning streak, and, and that's just a, a, a part of what has instilled the confidence in uh, in these Pirate players. Right now, they just feel like they're not supposed to lose. And uh, uh, good support from Pirate fans today down here uh, along with that. And the level of play in the intensity of the game that you just mentioned uh, just created an atmosphere that, of of really good baseball and uh, a really successful baseball.
3: Yeah. I thought CJ Mayhew was really sharp early. Uh, He was working with pace. He was hitting his spots, uh, got through four innings and then the uh, pirates uh, turned it over to Agnos, who was uh, certainly fantastic at the plate, but also uh, did a lot to, you know, help them uh, win as it seems like he's done uh, all season long. So, as kind of the uh, table setter and uh, as a guy that can uh, can give you some innings or some pitches from the uh, from the mound, Zach Agnos uh, is is living up to that two way you moniker for the Pirates this season.
8: Uh, he really is. I mean, uh, not only did he have four hits for the game, but also uh, was the winning pitcher in the game. So. Uh, you're exactly right. Uh, Two-way you, I think, as you mentioned, and, and Cliff used to call it that. Um, Agnos is is living up to that bill. But let me go back to Mayhew just a moment. And your assessment uh, was very spot on. There's no question about that, um, Patrick, that uh, he was very sharp early. Matter of fact, into the third inning, uh, we could not recount him uh, giving up a ball hit really well. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh taking a no hitter into the fourth it was uh, uh you know a a really special effort on his part now once he gave up the first hit and uh and that was uh, a ball hit down the right field line wasn't hit very well but that was followed by a double that was really hit well but once once that first hit was given up with the pirate bullpen we all know about uh uh you mentioned uh, Agnos, but uh, also Savage and Spivey, and and also down there is Sailor, um, Ben Terwilliger, and uh, and a host of others that have just been successful. Actually, Danny Beal uh, got up and warmed one time, but mm-hmm. uh, didn't mm-hmm. enter the game. And but uh, I want to say that after the hit, uh, it was a matter of time that if he got into any kind of trouble. Uh, you knew Cliff was going to go to that stellar bullpen that's, uh, that's been available, uh, especially for the last half of the season. At, at the same time, uh, when the, those two runners were on, first and third, uh, and, and Cliff did um, uh, make the change, well, actually another runner did get on, and then mm-hmm. uh, Cliff made the change, and Savage came in, bases loaded, no one out and um i mean gave up absolutely nothing that was uh uh that was uh a very very strong outing by mayhew and uh he did what was required uh for the pirates to to not only win now at the point of giving up that first hit, pirates were only up three nothing although yeah. in control of the game uh i think at that point pirates had like five hits and um uh, that being the first hit for u s f uh, you really felt like the Pirates were more or less cruising in that game, and then all of a sudden the Grand Slam home run changed the concept of the game. But, yeah, Mayhew with a really good start, and uh, and once Agnos got to the mound, he proved to be very valuable as well.
3: Uh, Coach Gary Overton uh, joining us live from uh, Clearwater, Pirates with the win today. Uh, they will advance to uh, the Thursday game, where they will take on uh, Cincinnati. More with uh, that and Coach O in a bit. Uh, a lot to cover ground. I wanted to cover here, Coach. So, uh, but Bryson Worrell, uh, how many times have we seen somebody make a great play in the field and then come up and factor offense? Hard to be factor offensively. Uh, the, uh, huh. the 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 next half inning. That was the case with Bryson. I mean, yeah, they were already up four to three, but uh, they were they were looking to to score a run on what is usually a fairly routine play uh, and one where you often, I mean, 99% of the time the run scores. Uh, ball driven to center, guy tag scores, ends up being a double play to end the inning because of the, of the sensational throw. You've seen some guys make some tremendous plays uh, from the outfield over the years, tremendous throws. As a coach, as a broadcaster, as a player, uh, as someone who's just been around pirate baseball forever and a day, uh, i seen a lot of uh, postseason games as well and some of the work you do there. So where would you rank that play by Bryson Worrell as far as gunning the guy down from uh, center field trying to score on a on a on you know what would have been a sack fly again 99% of the time?
8: Patrick, I, I think on the collegiate level, that's one of the best I've ever seen. I, I don't think there's any question. And you made several good comments. One is that, uh, after the Grand Slam home run, Pirates trailed 4-3, had a runner on third with uh, only uh, one out. And it was a time the Pirates really didn't want to give up. this is sixth inning now. Pirates didn't want to go into the late innings down by two. Uh, one uh, can be overcome. Two, I mean, Pirates have shown in the past that they can overcome any lead or most any lead, but uh, uh, two, two is a lot different than one. And when the ball was hit, to answer your question, it's one of the best that I've ever seen. When the ball was hit um, and he had to take steps back, several several things occurred then. One is that uh, uh, you knew that there was probably little chance that uh, the runner would not score. Uh, Routine fly balls may be a really good arm. You have a chance, but um, uh, outfielder coming in, Much better opportunity to throw a runner out, but having to go back makes it much more difficult. Second, you have to get behind the baseball, so that means his speed kicked in. And so getting behind the ball, um, the old adage is to make the catch moving toward home plate, and you Mm -hmm. have to make a quick release, but it was a long pro. Now, when the ball came across the infield, you could almost hear a gasp from the crowd (laughs) as if, hey, he has a chance. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, on top of that, the throw was uh, on the mark. The throw actually was just maybe two to three feet off the plate uh, as the ball was fielded in the right-handers batter's box. But anyway, uh, to make things or to, to add on top of that, Bryson World was absolutely phenomenal in every bit of technique he's ever been taught to make a throw and how to make the throw and then he used his athletic ability but there's something else I want to go into this play and uh and uh with my broadcast partner Scott Rogers and with Malcolm Gray sitting in the uh in the broadcast booth um I, I said to them when the play was over I said that was absolutely fabulous but there was one additional thing that may have been just as good if not better and that was uh, catchers are not taught to take ground balls with a catcher's mitt, and when the mm-hmm. ball sailed in, it actually short hopped the catcher just off to the side of the plate, and Ben Ben Newton picked it cleanly and made the tag abruptly. And it wasn't making the tag, and it wasn't that the throw was uh, perfectly thrown or on the money, but it was the fact that he uh, made the short hop catch. And that's, uh, uh, that's certainly a feather in his cap. It took a lot of athletic ability to make that play by two gentlemen who both accomplished defeat when the pirates needed an out the most. And, uh, it's, it's one of the best I've seen on that level. I think all of us who have seen some pro games, uh, be it, um, in the minor leagues or, uh, on the major league level, you've seen some throws that, uh, that have a lot of velocity behind them, a lot of thrust, so to speak, from, uh, mm-hmm. from leg strength that assist in throwing the ball. But, uh, uh, no, I, I don't think I've seen one any better on the collegiate level than what we saw today and, and at a needed time.
3: Pirates advance in the American Athletic Conference Championship 7-4 over USF. They'll play Cincinnati next. Obviously, Worrell comes up, hits the Grand Slam to put the uh, Pirates uh, ahead by three after uh, making that, that throw to uh to, uh, eliminate the, uh, uh, possible, uh, fifth run of the inning for a USF, just a heck of a throw. And, and we've got it, uh, pinned up on our, uh, uh, on our social media. You could probably see it anywhere. It's gone viral. It's a, it's a great throw. Okay. Uh, coach, a couple other things I wanted to get into a brief word on Cincinnati. Obviously they got a couple of homers today from one of their big bats. Uh, they got a senior that came out and then threw a complete game. So They didn't use any bullpen arms. They'll get a day of rest like the Pirates before they'll play again Thursday. This is a familiar foe to ECU uh, because of the way the the league schedule works. Uh, It's a team that the Pirates, yes, swept in Greenville, but they uh, had some really uh, competitive games with in Cincinnati earlier in the season to start conference play. Uh, And uh, this is a Cincinnati team that when, when they're hitting the ball, they're as dangerous as any in the
8: league. Oh my, you know, in tournament play, Patrick, you know, this as well as anyone in tournament play, uh, you have a favorite like ECU and you have, a a couple of teams that are playing really, really well at the time that come in, uh, I wouldn't call them a dark horse, but, uh, a team that, uh, can create a lot of havoc and, and win the tournament. And then you always have a couple that, uh, I won't say are in the tank, but just not just not playing its best baseball, and and sometimes there are players on that club that uh, might be ready to end the season. Well, in in the case of uh, the dark horses or the teams that uh, um, could win, uh, last year, I want to go back for just a moment and say last year, uh, USF was that club and uh, went through the conference tournament, uh, won as the number seven seed, uh, advanced on to a regional. Well, uh, what regional? Florida, Miami, uh, we're all a, a good South Alabama in that regional, and South Florida wins it. Advances to a super regional and takes Texas into uh, extra innings of game one of the super regional. That's the kind of things that teams that come out of nowhere are very capable of doing. Two years prior to that, Cincinnati did exactly the same thing. Well, this year, what we saw today Bo Keithley gives them a complete game. He, mm-hmm. a good pitcher, not a great one. Uh, hadn't had a, a great year, but good enough. And he gives them a complete game. Bullpen fully rested, waiting for ECU. And then um, uh, Griffin Merritt, the uh, uh, the RBI and home run leader in the league, was announced as Player of the Year. Uh, hits two home runs today. So that's a team that, like ECU, has built a lot of confidence of late. They also feel like this tournament might be theirs. Now, uh, the difference between the two teams is ECU is not going to have to win to advance to the NCAAs, but Cincinnati is. Now, you and I both know what that means. Cincinnati is going to play very hard on Thursday. It it will be an order for the Pirates to play its best baseball to win that game.
4: Yeah, uh,
3: Coach. I wanted to ask you a little bit about this. You've you've kind of been around. Um, you you've been around the, uh, the seating process. You've been around uh, how these decisions are made, where regionals go. Uh, I don't I, I don't want to talk too much into this point here, but I, I want to be real uh, okay. keen on what we're honing in here from my perspective. You know, any discussion about the Pirates hosting? I think. Uh, little pie in the sky at this point. Um, Although ECU is the hottest team in the country right now, but it's just not going to work out for them with the way that the regional does things or the committee does things. Uh, A lot would have to happen. And I I just don't see it happening now with that said, you know, ECU, it's you're, you're playing for kind of a high three uh, low two here, maybe if that makes any sense. So that means if you're in that two seed, you're obviously a hot team or, Playing very, very well. I mean, that's a compliment, but you're going to be going to another regional. And if you're that sort of low, too, I just want to make sure I have this right in my mind, that might mean you wind up somewhere on a higher national seed line. Uh, in other words, you might wind up in Blacksburg if Virginia Tech ends up with with a seed that they're projected in, in, in maybe getting. There's a couple of other places. So, you know, how much of that is in, in play here for the Pirates? Because if they keep winning, Looks like they'll be certainly locked in at a two. They might already be locked in at a two, but how do they improve kind of that seeding, or is it more regionally based, I guess, is where I'm I'm trying to go with this?
8: Well, actually, uh, Patrick, uh, the seeding does matter. And the more they win, which uh, should the Pirates win this tournament unscathed, they would have to win three more games. And the more you win, uh, the better – uh, it will be in the eyes of the committee. Right now, the Pirates have 15 straight wins and the opportunity to win three more. That is very large in the committee's eyes. Uh, how you're playing at the end of the year is certainly um, certainly very big. But on the other side of the coin, uh, as you mentioned, uh, yeah, the Pirates have pretty much locked up a bid. There's no question about that, and uh, they would have to stumble. And, and I don't I don't even see it. Uh, being to the point where they could stumble enough to be a three seed. So yes, I think you're accurate in saying that uh, a two seed is pretty much locked up, but uh, they can only gain so much traction. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And, and the idea to become a one seed, which as you said, it's, I won't say that it's all but out because strange things could happen, but you're trying to get into the top 16 and, and, um, Being at 25 right now, that's a very hard thing to do because even with wins, the Pirates are going to move up very little. Now, uh, they're getting closer and closer to uh, obviously uh, being nationally ranked, which the rankings mean nothing to the committee, but the rankings do mean a lot to uh, national exposure, and the Pirates are Mm -hmm. ranked at this particular point. So um, it uh, it, it would be very difficult for the Pirates to uh, achieve a – um, a, a host opportunity. Not saying that it can't happen, but it, it would be very difficult. And uh, uh, to be a strong number two, uh, yes, uh, that would matter as to where you're sent. But geography play, plays a part too. Uh, for instance, let me give you an example. Uh, you mentioned Virginia Tech. Uh, we could throw Virginia in the mix. Um, those are ACC schools. Well, what mm-hmm. that means is that any other ACC schools cannot go to that region. Teams in the same conference can't go to the same regions. So if the uh, uh, ACC teams in this area, such as uh, Wake Forest could be a two-seed, Georgia Tech could be a two-seed, Clemson would not be a a two-seed, but North Carolina would, and it appears Mm -hmm. NC State would not be now, but uh, I've already mentioned three schools that are ACC uh, number two seeds, they can't go to places like Blacksburg or Charlottesville. So someone that's a number two seed has to. That that kind (laughs) of gives you an idea of some of the things the committee faces. And uh, so the opportunity of going to a Blacksburg or a Charlottesville is more, uh, probably more so... uh, doable than putting the pirates at Tennessee. And then where would an ACC club go? They've got to go somewhere. Right. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah, there, there are a lot of variables involved. The geography is involved. Um, RPI is so important. And, um, th- those are big factors as to where, uh, any club, but, uh, where ECU would land in the postseason.
3: Hey coach, thank you for the time. Uh, Really appreciate it. No, uh, to do a game and then and turn around and spend as much time as you've been gracious enough to give us is, is a big uh, ask on a on a game day. But I really appreciate it a lot, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing uh, you and Scooter on Thursday. And uh, we'll uh, if we don't catch up with you before the end of the week, uh, sometime next week we'll we'll try to you know preview the regional with you. So one way or the other, oh, we'll talk to you fun. soon.
8: Well, thanks so much, Patrick. and Thank you for having me.
3: All right, there he is, the great uh, Gary Overton coach. O. Tell you what, Philip. just to stay on track here, why don't we grab a break? You'll come back, you'll have an update for us, and then we'll close the show with uh, some news and notes and some audio from today as well. Uh, so we'll do that, and when we come back, uh, Philip will have an update for you on what's going on in the world of sports with a 94.3 The Game update. So stay tuned.
0: The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson show is coming up. That ball is gone flagship home of pirate baseball.
3: 94-3, the game.
6: Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville.
7: Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville Contact Center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face to face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part time positions, and top performers earn 25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only, no outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pick-jobs.com to apply now.
6: Celebrate a pirate takeover with ECU Night at Five County Stadium as your Carolina Mudcats take on Kannapolis on Saturday, May 28th. The first 1,000 fans in attendance will receive a free custom ECU Mudcats co-branded gold t-shirt. There's a limited opportunity to guarantee your t-shirt ahead of time by purchasing the ECU Tree Stand Special. One ticket in the tree stand private area with private bar for the game, two 12-ounce beers, and your guaranteed special t-shirt all for just $29. That's That's right. One ticket in the tree stand private area with private bar for the game. Two 12 ounce beers and your guaranteed special t-shirt all for just 29 bucks per person. Go to carolinamudkettes.com or call the ticket office at 919-269-2287. That's 919-269-2287 to reserve your space. Space is limited, so reserve now and celebrate an ECU Pirate Takeover with ECU Night at Five County Stadium this Saturday night, May 28th.
9: Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach, or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full time with my dad, I understand why mom enjoys a glass of our Hatteras Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates.
0: baseball lives right here Go! on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game.
4: Philip Pilkington here with your 94th 3 the Game Sports Flash update. We will start with the American Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament. Earlier today, Cincinnati won the opening game over Tulane by a score of 8-1. to The Bearcats pitcher, Bo Keithley, threw a complete game, giving up only one run on six hits. He did walk one and four strikeouts, so the Pirates will face a full Bearcat bullpen. Speaking of the Pirates, they knocked off... South Florida today with a, by a score of seven to four. Zach Agnos went four for five in the game. He was also the winning pitcher, throwing one and two thirds innings, allowing no base runners and striking out one. Bryson Worrell added a grand slam to give the Pirates that seven to four lead that they held on to to win the ball game. Currently in the American Athletic Conference tournament, Central Florida is playing Memphis. That game is in the top of the fourth inning. However, Memphis has two outs with the bases loaded as they trying to at least tie or take the lead. Daniels is currently at the plate. Later tonight, Wichita State will take on Houston. That'll be the final game of the slate today in the AAC tournament. To the NFL, Carolina Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold said he believes that he is confident that he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Do with that comment as you will. And the Ravens have signed cornerback Kyle Fuller to a one-year deal to the NBA. The Warriors look to sweep the Mavericks tonight, but they will have to do without Otto Porter Jr., who will be out with foot soreness. The Mavs are favored by one and a half in that contest. To the NHL, Freddie Anderson did practice yesterday for the Carolina Hurricanes. However, he will not r- return tonight. anti Rantino will be between the pipes as the Cane's look to grab their first road win of the 2022 playoffs. They play the Rangers tonight at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. The Cane's currently lead that series 2 to 1. After this timeout, we will be back with post-game comments from coach Godwin.
0: Adam Gold Middays, Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. All right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the EZU Pirates, and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. woo More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up.
2: Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach. And why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of US and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefits specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration, as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you? To review their employee benefits program, give us a call 252 756 8300. Call today as the best time is now to
6: come to town. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats, towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27 foot models will be great additions to the pair customs lineup call today 252-717-7009 visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in little washington north carolina that's 252-717-7009 for pair custom boats or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com you can sit down and build your own custom built center console with pair custom boats
9: I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach, or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now i work full time with my dad. I understand why mom enjoys a glass of our Hatteras Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. is on
0: Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today.
3: Uh, Pirates with a 7-4 win today in the opening game of the AAC Championships. East Carolina uh, will now advance to take on the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats. One o'clock is what they're saying for the uh, first pitch on Thursday, and that's when we'll have Pirate Baseball back for you again. So I guess I'll have uh, four shows this week, uh, Philip. Uh, so I'll be with you on Thursday. Uh, so that'll be good. Back tomorrow, I'm going to let Ben handle Friday because it's a holiday weekend. Um, all right, uh, Coach Godwin, after the uh, game, let's uh, do that today in our Pirate Report.
0: And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3
3: The Game. All right, uh, this is Coach Godwin in the postgame talking uh Post-game strategy, or uh, pre uh, hockey game strategy, excuse me, cut five.
10: Well, uh, our guys need to understand that everybody's got their backs against the wall, so they're not just going to lay down. And, um, you know, I think Mayhew was affected by that long offensive end, and we didn't score, but we were just on offense for a while, and he wasn't sharp when he came back out. but man, Savage was great to start that in or to come in there and get out of the bases loaded jam. Uh, we ran him back out there, and of course, guy gets a single, then we walk a guy, and uh, Spivey wasn't his best. Bring Zach in, and uh, you know, what a throw by Bryson World. I don't know if I've ever seen a throw like that. I mean, when it went up, I was like, there's no chance. Bryson's got a good arm, but I mean, that's a big league throw and a great tag by Ben. And, and then put an inning together with two outs against their, you know, one of their best relievers, Joey Barini who came in the game, you know, hits a ground ball off the pitcher. Then Zach uh, <laughs> hits a line drive up the middle, who bunts on his own, and then Bryson hits a grand slam. So all with two outs. So uh, that was a huge momentum swing. And then Ben Terwilliger was, was outstanding on the mound, as well as Zach was
3: that next inning. Yeah. All right, uh, this is uh, Coach Godwin talking about the – uh, the makeup of his team, the dynamics of, uh, of this uh, Pirate team, which has reeled off uh, the second most wins ever, matching the 86 and 89 teams, 15 in a row. Coach Godwin, cut six.
10: They play their tails off, um, but it, it's somebody different every day. It, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's a different guy every day. Um, they pick one another up, and that's what I keep saying. It's been fun for me to be a part of because it's just great team baseball.
3: And Coach Godwin, uh, a great catcher in his own right, talking about the Pirate backstop, Ben Newton.
10: Yeah, it's it's impressive, Uh, really good. And Ben's been the glue to our team, you know, since he's been back there. He manages the pitching staff. He's a great leader
3: of our team. Cliff also says that the Pirates still have a ways to go. It's a long week down in Clearwater towards their goal of winning a conference championship.
10: Coach O, we're we a long ways away from winning another title, and we've never done it before since I've been the head coach. So um, back in my playing days, we did it a few times, Coach O, but uh, uh, we haven't done it since I've been the head coach, and uh, we got a lot of work to do, and I know Cincinnati's ready for us.
3: And what he's talking about there is uh, you can win four games and get to the championship uh if you don't ever get into the loser's bracket you can win five you can win six and get to the uh, championship or or claim the championship so that's what cliff's talking about there. pirates of course uh, i believe played five and 17 when they they won it or uh the year they won it coach godwin was at the helm uh more from coach godwin here uh following the pirates 7-4 win today uh over usf and clearwater we're in our pirate report and this is uh Coach Godwin on the upcoming opponent, the Cincinnati Bearcats.
10: Cincinnati always plays well here. They're an older group, especially offensively. Uh, we'll have our hands full.
3: And uh, Coach Godwin uh, in the media scrum postgame, uh, that press conference. Uh, we probably will have to finish with this uh, here. But uh, this was just his reaction to the game uh, as he sat down and addressed the media. Cut sixteen.
1: Well,
10: uh, I thought we did a really good job against their starter, who I think is pretty good. He's got good stuff, uh, and we were able to scratch three runs. I thought Mayhew was really good early. Uh, we had the long offensive end that we didn't score any runs, and, and I think Mayhew just wasn't wasn't good when he came back out. And Trey Savage was unbelievable. I think he struck out the side with bases loaded, no outs. Uh, to get us back in the dugout. And once we did that, I really thought our team got a little bit comfortable and thought South Florida was going to go away. Uh, we normally don't start innings with Yasavage uh, just because he's kind of an adrenaline junkie and he likes coming in the middle of the game, but we're trying to steal a couple outs with him before we went to another guy. And, you know, they put a game and together and just um, hung an all-speed pitch and got a swing off and we're down 4 nothing. And then the guy hits a triple, and, uh, you know, the wheels are kind of spinning a little bit, and I felt confident they, that Zach could come in and just give him a different look. Um, and we had the infield in. Um, the guy had fouled off a couple breaking balls. And we tried to go fastball, and the guy got it enough where, I mean, Coach Knight and myself even said there's no way that Bryson could throw that guy out, and that was a big league throw. It was unbelievable. And then to come back offensively and against a really good pitcher who's throwing 95, 97 with a good slider, he gets the first two guys out. or Greeny leads off the inning with a ground ball Rick ricochets off of him. Off of him, Agno into the line drive, and then Hoove puts in a perfect drag one. Get Bryson. Everything was with two outs, and Bryson got to swing off. So uh, just awesome the way our guys responded. Um, I think that we were a little bit comfortable. we were up three
3: nothing, but. Great response. Agnes was awesome out the bullpen. Torilover was awesome out the bullpen. Uh, Cliff Godwin there. Uh, more from Coach Godwin. He talked about the uh, throw, the excellent play from Bryson Whirl, gunning down uh, the uh, runner, tossing, uh, uh, throwing it in. Uh, broke back, came in, made a play on the ball, and uh, just an absolute uh, mammoth throw, and a great play by Ben Newton to pick it. And lay down the tag and completed a double play and actually uh, disallowed the uh, not uh, the uh, Bulls from scoring a run that would have put him up two in the sixth inning. Uh, this is uh, Cliff Godwin on that play.
10: No, I've never seen a uh, throw like that in person, maybe in a big league game, but um, he got behind that ball and uh, it was unbelievable. If that's not on SportsCenter top 10, then uh, they're missing
3: the boat and uh, cliff godwin on the rarity in the game uh and that is uh there were uh two grand slams one by usf to take the lead then the pirates with world taking the lead
10: yeah it was two grand slams in one inning i've never seen that before so uh we've seen two no hitters on uh in nine innings on both sides and two grand slams on uh, both sides in, in the same inning pretty cool
3: so the Pirates win. Cliff Godwin there. Thanks to Coach O as well. Thanks to Ben and Intern Abbey. And we'll be back tomorrow.
9: Oh, ben I'm ben. Away. i have been. now. I'm Ben.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Ben will be back tomorrow. Uh, but uh, great job by Philip. But we give it away. Coca-Cola 600 tickets tomorrow.
2: I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannan. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency.
10: Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout eastern North Carolina.
2: Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need.